Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of It Ain't Week to Speak. My name is Sam Webb, and I'm here to share some of the most epic conversations I get to have with some of the most fascinating people on our planet. Every episode is dedicated to elevating the conversation around mental health because it ain't weak to speak. I'm a massive believer that a conversation could change and save a life for the better. Thank you for joining me on this journey. Alrighty then, it is episode number 76 on the podcast and today I will be addressing three ways to stop self-sabotaging, something that we can all relate to on some level, there is no doubt about that. Sometimes there comes a point in all of our lives when we need to let go of something painful, whether it's guilt, whether it's a shitty relationship, but it's equally difficult to let go and it's even harder to live without sometimes. So we get uncomfortably stuck in the middle of these, I guess, two worlds or two realities where we are and I guess where we really want to get to or where we want to be. But do we really want to let go of the pain? That is the question that you must ask yourself right now if you are struggling with self-sabotage. And if you don't know, if you're struggling with self-sabotage, hopefully by the end of this episode, it might make a lot more sense for you. Okay, but... To give you a bit of you know backstory in my own life, I've always been inclined to obsessing about things, okay, fixating on what I could have done or fixating on things of what I should have done. Even though this has hurt me in the past and it's never really been great for my own mental health, I've always put myself in many self-destructive situations time and time again without kind of knowing that I was down the rabbit hole or that's what I was doing to myself. And for a long time, letting go of shit things or bad things that happened or shitty relationships, whether it was friendships or love interest, it was difficult for me. And it was difficult for me for a few reasons. And one, I probably had allowed, I guess, myself to become used to pain after dealing with you know my fair share of situations over my life. I kind of just got used to it and I just expected that that was the norm. And probably number two is I kind of had this built up of guilt through certain areas and situations in my life where I kind of felt like I deserved the pain. So not only was I expecting the pain, I kind of felt like I deserved it. So if something shitty kind of happened, I was kind of like expecting that because I kind of deserved to put myself through that hardship and pain because of prior guilt and experiences that I'd gone through up until this very moment in my life. And because of all of this and because of my, I guess, my comfort levels with pain and being dealt with rough situations and kind of feeling like I deserved certain things because I'd made certain decisions in my life that didn't really end up being the greatest decisions, I considered anything or any crumb or sand grain or 
any minuscule of happiness to be just enough. I was kind of intimidated by people who asked for more in their lives because I couldn't really relate to that on that level. And then this kind of flows over to self-sabotaging, you know, often manifests in relationships and it can vary from person to person, but sabotage doesn't have to be as extreme as, you know, taking drugs or anything that extreme. It could be as simple as just chilling or avoiding something and procrastinating can be forms of self-sabotage too. The closer, you know, for example, you get to your goal or your desired outcome or your success in life, the more you want to run the other way from it because, you know, the next phase of your life is right here. You don't know what to do. You're scared. You don't know where it's going to take you in your life. It's kind of like the unknown, you know, it's this avoidance of the next stage of your life or of a relationship that leads to anxiety and self-sabotaging, you know, relationships, whether it's because of the fear that it won't work out the way it will, or you're going to be disappointed because you've reached a certain area in your life or a goal at work and it's not as good as you expected for, or the fear that the relationship won't last because you've been burnt before in the past or your heart's been broken. So you don't really want to open up and invest in someone else, or you may even break up before the other person even leaves you. It's a way of being in control or believing that we are in control. And so if all of this is resonating with you, let me say this. When we feel like we're caught in an endless cycle of pain, that we attract and we don't know how to deal with it or we don't know how to get out of it, we're faced with an emergency, a situation of either we can fall into some bad anxieties, depression, panic, mental health struggles, or we can choose to be gentle and be kind to ourselves. Something that I preach often on the podcast is like talking to yourself like a friend, you know, so that we can heal from these things. So If you've struggled with any of what I've mentioned, here are some things you can do to break that cycle and to break that pattern in your life. One of the biggest things I believe in day in and day out is taking full responsibility for your actions. The first most important thing you can do is admitting to yourself when you are self-sabotaging or you're not making the right decisions or they're not healthy for your mindset or your life. Take responsibility. Stop blaming. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. 
Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Anyone else for your actions because you are you and you have that control. Reconsider your relationships with people who you're spending your time with, who might frequently also self-sabotage. Challenge yourself. Examine who it is you're spending most of your time with. They say, and they don't say this just for wasting space, you are likely or more likely to become the people that you spend most of your time with in life. Now, would you say your friends self-sabotage as well? Maybe they're drinking themselves into oblivion on the weekend. You're forced into a situation of compromising your own values to be in kind of fit in. If so, the solution wouldn't necessarily be to cut the person off entirely because they're obviously hurting and they're obviously still capable of growth themselves. Sometimes you need to move on. But if you think the relationship is worth saving, I always say practice compassion, be kind and communicate. Maybe it's worth setting up boundaries in your life so that you can have these conversations in a safe place so you feel comfortable and the other person feels heard. And one thing that I find it's always been a struggle and the conversations that I have with people all the time, this resonates. Choose to accept more love in your life. This may be the hardest thing to do because if you feel you're unworthy or you don't belong in a certain place or you don't deserve someone or something, how can you accept more love in your life? Remember that by continuously choosing shitty situations that are destructive, you're never going to have the opportunity to expand your worth. And so you'll have to risk a bit of a new experience so you don't get stuck in that cycle of self-loathing and depression and anxiety and all that self-destructive behavior that comes with it. And since you you can't control the love you receive from other people, right? That is simple. You cannot control that. The best place to start is with the love you give yourself. Think of things like saving a bit of cash, working out on your mental and physical health, seeing a, a psychologist or a psychiatrist, you know, taking a class on the weekend, indulging in one of your favorite hobbies. These are all acts of self-love and you'll eventually begin to experience more happiness in your life because of these positive experiences that you're giving yourself. And then it will feel a bit more natural to open yourself up to other people, I feel like. And lastly, expectations, especially in relationships. For all of you, for you out there who are in relationships or who are savvy with being in sabotaging relationships, this one's probably for you. I believe, you know, we all start off relationships with these huge, unrealistic expectations. And it's mind boggling, you know, because. At the beginning, it's all rosy, it's wonderful. We tend to expect that feeling to last forever. But as you know, feelings like that, they do kind of dissipate a little bit after a while. Not to say that love's not there. Of course, it's there if it's real and all that sort of stuff. But that honeymoon period kind of tends to end. And the outcome of the relationship to be nothing but beauty and excitement is what you thought you had in your mind since the very start. And often, you know, at the start, our loved ones, they meet, all of our needs, you know, in life, they meet them in every aspect, but it's not realistic. It's certainly not fair to believe that they'll always meet your needs now and forever. And not to mention whatever we're lacking when we met them, 
that they're now fulfilling will eventually surface, you know? And that's why we cannot place all of our expectations on our partners to fulfill our deeper desires and needs and that sort of stuff. We have to actually explore and fulfill them ourselves, I believe. You know, at the end of the day, our partner is just another human with flaws and their own pains. And we cannot put that much pressure on them to be our only source of happiness and fulfillment. And it's probably not that healthy on a relationship anyway. So I do strongly believe if we can work on, you know, as individuals having, you know, as few expectations that our partner, you know, would need to fulfill as possible while leaning on our own, you know, our own skill set and our own self for some of our deeper needs. And I think we will find a much more deeper appreciation and connection to our loved ones. And I'm talking on friendships as well here. It's right across the board. So set realistic expectations, take full responsibility for where you're at in your life with the decisions and the choices that you make. Practice self-love, so important because we can't control the love that people give us, but we can control what we do to ourselves. And I feel like the more you look after yourself, the better you feel about yourself. And that just positively flows on into other areas of our lives. And most importantly, stop self-sabotaging because nothing good comes from it. Big love, everyone. If you like the podcast, as I always ask, please subscribe to the podcast so that we can spread this message to more people around the globe. It will take you literally two seconds. And if you like this episode, definitely please leave us a review. Hit the like button. Tell us what you think. And if you want any feedback or if you want to leave any thoughts or ideas, please reach out to myself or Livin. We're always there. And I'll definitely give you a personal shout out there as well. Big love, guys. Take it easy and we'll speak soon. Thank you for listening in to another episode of It Ain't Week to Speak. Please subscribe to the show and help us climb the charts so that we can attract new listeners and change more lives. If you found something very useful in this episode, please share and spread the love to as many people as you can. Don't forget to leave a review or a comment so that we can grow this community together because a conversation can save a life. If you want to continue this chat, please join me on the podcast Facebook group at living.org. I can't wait to share the next episode with you. But in the meantime, we're going to the top. And remember, it ain't weak to speak. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 